Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim on Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Kiddushin Daf Ayin Hey Amud Aleph, right in the middle of the Amud, picking up on the Baraita that we just analyzed, <coughs> in which Rabbi Eliezer was of the opinion that um, the Sfeikot we're not allowed to marry each other. A shtuki and a sufi, etc. are not allowed to marry each other. Only vaday bevaday, meaning a vaday mamzer can marry vaday mamzer, and that's it. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rav, Halacha Rabbi Eliezer. Now, that's Rav Yehuda quoting Rav. Kiamrita, come to Shmuel, when I said this in front of Shmuel, that Rav, that Rav said, Halacha Gorelazar, Marli Hillel Shonah, Hillel has a different version of our first Mishnah. Asra Yuchsim Alum Bavel. Chulam Mutarim Lavozabazem. They're all allowed to marry each other. Now, clearly, they can't mean Chalal with Kohen, but he does mean that the Sveikot and the Vada'im can marry each other, meaning Mamzer and Shtuki. How could you say such a thing? And now we find a contradiction within Rav's teachings and a contradiction within Shmuel's teachings. Let's see. If we have a betrothed woman who becomes pregnant, which we assume means the child can marry a Mamzer, a Mamzeret, and this child, of course, is a safek, which means safek bevaday is mutter. Ushmuel amar havlad shtuki, which we assume means that he cannot marry. So which is it? Rav amar havlad mamzer mutter mamzeret. Ushmuel amar havlad shtuki v'asur mamzeret. So we see they have opposite positions. Then the answer is apuch. Flip it. Rav amar havlad shtuki. Ushmuel amar havlad mamzer. So Rav would really be the one to say the vlad is a shtuki and therefore cannot marry mamzer. Ushmuel said the kids are mamzer and can marry mamzeret, meaning vaday and sofek can all marry each other. Now, if that's the case, then Tartilamali. Why do we need to say, why does Rav need to say Halacha Korbeliezer and also to say Avlaj Duki? The answer is Tricha. Need them both to eat Marbeha if we only had the case of the Yarusa, uh, sorry, in the case of the, of the Shtuki, meaning of our Mishnah. I would think the kid's probably, probably not a Mamzer because most other people are cautioned to have deal with this woman, with the mother. Um, because she's single, and therefore, chances are pretty good it's not a mamzer, and therefore, we can't allow her to marry a mamzer. Well, but in the case where she's an arusa, which means most people in the world generate a mamzer if they have beer with her, I would think that Rav would agree with Shmuel that this kid's considered vaday. And if I only have the case of the arusa, then perhaps Rav says there, the kid's probably not a mamzer, because there we could think, you know, the, the father is probably the fiancé. In a case where we have no idea who the father is, maybe he agrees with the Shmuel, the kids of Vade Mamzer can marry. Mamzer, Tzricha. That's why we need both. So the first approach to solving this was to flip the positions in the case of the Arusa. There's another way to go. We don't have to switch that. When Rav said the kids of Mamzer means... Love muta bamzeret doesn't mean the kid can marry mamzeret, but Ella do osir bat Yisrael. So when Rav said the kids are mamzer, all he means is the kid cannot marry bat Yisrael. Ushmuel amar vlad shtuki. What does that mean to osir bat Yisrael? But that doesn't help very much because Yachy under the Rav and Rav and Shmuel aren't disagreeing. Because to Rav to call the kid a mamzer meaning he can't marry bat Yisrael, and Shmuel to say no, he's a shtuki, he can't marry bat Yisrael means they have the same result. Elamai shtuki. So what did Shmuel mean by shtuki? Shemeshat kinotomitin kahuna. Even if we trust the mother, that the as far as who the father is, that he's a Kohen, we still don't allow him to be a member of the Kohanic family. <laughs> That's a no-brainer, because we don't even allow this kid to be considered a full Yisrael. 
We don't allow him to participate in the inheritance of the estate of his father. We don't know who the father is. That's the whole point. So the kid had an inkling who his father was, and when that man died, he grabbed some of the estate, and now we can we have the emotsi from him. Oh, to do that, we really do need to establish him as a shtuki. If you we have another way, which is my shtuki baduki, like Abba Shol said. The Shmuel says as follows: Rav says that if you have an arusa sheibra, it's a mamzer, meaning cannot marry about Yisrael, it cannot marry mamzeret, and Shmuel says a shtuki, meaning that we. Ask his mother who was the father, and if she says it was a good guy, an okay guy, Nemanik, then this kid is 100% Yisrael and he's fine. Kiram Gamliel. So that's so that's sitting in the same position as Rabbi Gamliel in Ketubot in the first parak. Hamar Shmuel already said that we follow Rabbi Gamliel. Did none, if you recall, this is the uh, the third of the fourth Mishnayot between Gamliel versus Rabbi Yeshua. If the woman was pregnant. A single woman was pregnant, and they said, "Who's the father of this kid?" And she says, "Mish ploni v'kohen who? He's a guy. He's a kohen. Whatever it is, he's somebody miuchas." They say we believe her, and therefore, unless somebody can prove that the father is not that guy, we assume that it is. We don't believe her. And Shmuel already said, "Alocha kom gamliel." So Shmuel already said that halachas are coming amliya, which means that we ask the mother who the father is, and whoever, whatever she says, we believe her. Then to say that in Arusa Sheibra, the kid is a shtuki, and shtuki means we ask the mother, and if the mother says it's this guy, we believe her. Why do we need that? Amar Shmuel Harazimna, right? So the answer is Tzricha. De'imei hatam. If I only had Shmuel's comment on Rabbi Gamliel and Ketubot, havimena hatam rov kshirimetzla. After all, that woman is single. And therefore, most people are sharing relative to her. No pun intended. But here, she's an Arusa, which means most people are Arusa to her. Everybody in the world except her fiancé. There, I might think that he does not uh, allow the mother to identify who the father is and believe her. Says the Arusa. So that's why he had to do it. Okay, that's the end of that piece. Now, Tanya V'chein Rabbi Eliezer Omer Rabbi adds on to that, which is Kuti lo yisakutit. A Kuti, meaning a Samaritan, cannot marry another Samaritan. So my time up. So Amar of Yosef, now the problem with the Samaritans, as we'll see soon in Sugya, were the subject in the Tanaitic period of much debate as far as their status goes. What's the reason? Yosef They treat the Kuti as a Ger ten generations later. What does that mean? The Tanya. A ger for the first child ten generations, this follows, of course, Rabbi Yossi, can marry Mamzeret. Afterwards, ten generations later, he cannot marry Mamzeret. It means ger marries a gioret, and that keeps going down. Ten generations later, that kid may no longer marry Mamzeret. Why? Because everybody assumes this kid's Jewish. They don't know the lineage going back that far. And they see him marrying Mamzeret. There's others who have a different approach, which says, which is that the Ger cannot marry a Mamzeret once the, nobody associates and he never associates himself with the Vodazara. It's totally disconnected. Maybe it took three or four generations, not ten generations, and they may not marry a Mamzeret. Right? So they're treating a Kuti like that. So I'm like, me, Dami. Abai says that that's, not a, that's not at all a model. Hatam Ger Yashamzeret Chadasha. We're talking about a Ger who's been a Ger for ten generations, 
and a mamzeret who's uh, right now a mamzeret. That's the problem. So Amri Bar Yisrael who to come out mamzeret. People will think it's a regular Yisrael who's marrying a mamzeret. But here you have a kuti and a kutit. They're both the same thing. So why can't a kuti marry a kutit? holds like Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva. Our first take on this is that Rabbi Shmuel holds like Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Lazar accepts Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva together. We'll see what that is. Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shmuel de Amar Kutim Gerayotim. Now, as I mentioned, if take a look at Malachim Bet Perakid Zion, when Sanachiriv, the king of Assyria, came and conquered the northern kingdom of Israel and took all of the people captive and brought them to the lands of the east and brought other people in their place. The people they brought in their place were people who continued to do Avodah Zarah. Hashem sent lions against them. They then begged Sancheriv to send them Kohanim who would teach them how to live in Eretz Israel, And they evidently converted. question is, are they called Gerei Emet? They really converted legitimately and considered Jews. Are they Gerei Arayot, meaning Gerim, out of fear of the lions, and they're not legit. So Rishmoel says they're a girarayot, which means they're not legit. Rishmoel says like Rabbi Akiva, and he holds like Rabbi Akiva, Damar, Ovid Kochab, Mevad, Abal, Bat Yisrael, Avlad Mamzer. If a non-Jew has beer with a Jewish woman, the kid is a Mamzer. That's Rabbi Akiva's position. So if you accept that, then that means that any Kuti having relations with the Bat Yisrael, the kid is a Mamzer. Which means there's all sorts of Mamzerim mixed up in the Kuti world, because this Kuti, maybe, we'll have to fine-tune this in a minute, but that's the shita that we're holding, is that we have Suffolk Mamzerut here. But wait a second, you're, you're attributing positions without checking. Since when does agree with How do I know that if a non-Jew has relations with a Kohen at Levi or Yibat Yisrael, that she's P'sula Minakuhuna, she can never marry a Kohen? A bad Kohen who is married to a non-Kohen and then becomes divorced or widowed and she has no kids, she can go back and have truma. It's only if she was with a man from whom divorce or widowhood is possible. If she's with a non-Jew or a slave, then that's, she can't become a widow or a divorcee. There's no kiddushin there, which means that she cannot ever return to Truma. If she's about Yisrael, uh, if she's about Levi, she cannot go back to Masa, etc. But if you, that, remember the author of that statement is Rabbi Shmuel. If you think that Rabbi Shmuel agrees with Rabbi Akiva, that the result is a mamzer, so hashta mamzer if the result of that is that the child will be a mamzer, then why do you have to come and teach me that the woman becomes nifsalah by having beer with the guy? It's a no-brainer. So it must be that he does not agree with Rabbi Kiva, and he says the child is kosher, but the bia invalidates her. So we have to kind of fix the way that we put the shito together. Originally, said Rabbi Lazar holds like Rabbi Shmuel, who has his own position on the kutim as gerarayot, and agrees with Rabbi Kiva that a non-Jew who the kutim would be, as Gerai Rayot, has be with a Jewish woman, the kid is a mamzer. That doesn't work. Rabbalazar accepts Rabbi Shmuel that the kutim are non-Jews. And he also agrees with Rabbi Akiva. In other words, instead of being one to two, two to three, it's one to two and one to three. Rabbalazar accepts Rabbi Shmuel's position about the identity of the Samaritans and accepts Rabbi Akiva's position about the result of a non-Jew having be with about Yisrael, the kid is a mamzer. But wait a second. Since when does Rabbi Lazar agree with Rabbi Akiva about that? 
the famous Mishnah at the end of the first parak of Yivamot, that Beit Hel and Beit Shammai disagree about whether Tsarot are Pturot as a result of being the co-wife of the Nerva. They agree that the result of that, of somebody who's Kuka Liyavam and Liyibum and has be outside, is not a Mamzer. A Mamzer is only from somebody who's Isur Erva Venosh Karet. Rabbi Kiva, of course, is the one who says that Mamzerut is far more accessible, if you will. So Rabbi Loza doesn't hold from that. So according to one version, of Yochanan is the author of the solution. So either way, it's coming out of Tveria, basically. There's three different approaches to this issue. The Kohanim who were sent by Sancheriv and ended up mixing into the community are now Kohanim Sulim because the Kutim really didn't convert properly. They made some of them, Miksotam, from the the edges of them, as it were, into Kohanim. What does that mean? Meaning from the from the thorns among the people, right? From the psulim, as it were, right? Um, right? And that's why we say that the Kutim can't marry, because mixed into them are Kohanim who um, who intermarried, because Rabbi Shmuel says they're not Jewish. The Kutim. Rabbi Kiva says, no, the Kutim are proper converts. And the Kohanim who joined them and intermarried are kosher because they married Jews. What's the draw from Kotz here meaning something that's, uh, that sticks out, meaning the excellent ones. So why did we say a Kuti can't marry Kuti? They had a particular shita about Yibum, in which if a girl was betrothed to a man and he died and he had no children, then she had Yibum. But if she was already married, she didn't have to. Which means there's all these women who were Zekukali Yibum, and are from our position, who were just marrying other people and not and didn't have Chalitza Yibum in their world. My Darshi, why did they do that? Because they also have a Sefer Torah. We have a Sermon Samaritan Sefer Torah. And in their Sefer Torah, it reads like ours, and what's the drasha? Meaning only somebody who's living chutzah beforehand, meaning an arusa, she can't marry another man. But the one who did not live on the outside, she can marry another man, meaning only an arusa who never entered the house has to then consummate the marriage, as it were, with the brother. But the nasua who already consummated the marriage, she can marry somebody else when he dies. And therefore we have all sorts of b'nei zukukot in the, in the nation. That's Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva l'tamei damar yeshbam z'michai v'lavin. Remember, according to Rabbi Akiva, the result of a vial, of a relationship that is a lav is a mamzer. V'yish omrim, and we're going to see this as the third opinion, we had Rabbi Shmuel who said, why are they apostle? Because the kutim's conversion was no good. We have Rabbi says they're apostle because of their particular sheet about ibum. V'yish omrim l'fishain b'kin m'dukei mitzvot. Yeshomim, which we're going to see as Rabbi Lazar, says because the Kutim are not careful about exactitude when it comes to mitzvot. Now, man Yeshomim, who's the Yeshomim? I read Rabbi Lazar, that's Rabbi Lazar. And how do I know that? Titania. Matzat Kutim Mutera. Titanakama's position at Sugim Psachim is matzah made by the Samaritan is mutter. You can eat it on, on Pesach. Adam said, Rachel Vitov Mesach. He can be yotze, the mitzvah matzah with it. 
Meaning, the Samaritans are not careful to do everything correct. This might be chametz. Shem Gamliel says that whatever mitzvah the kutim grabbed onto, they did it more carefully than we did. So you have to see if matzah is a mitzvah that they grabbed onto. You can eat it. If not, then not. Rabbi Lezer's position is no. They do lots of mitzvot, but they don't do them carefully. So So what's the lack of bekiut in our case of marriage? They're not very careful about kiddush and gerushin, about doing them properly. And therefore, this kuti might be uh, the child of a properly divorced woman and not a mamzer. This kuti, to the meantime, might be the daughter of an improperly divorced woman, and she might be a mamzeret. And therefore, we have this whole mix. Therefore, kuti lo yisakutit. He has a different take. You know why the Kutim can't marry? Because the small community that it was, there was a mamzer because of a in case of incest, and a mamzer because of a case of an adultery. They got mixed somehow into the society. Nobody knew who they were, and so it spread. So my Kamashwan, what's he teaching? That the result of a relationship of Karate, the result is mamzer? And then pick one of them. or Why Why mention both? So the answer is that that's what happened. It's we're not making something up. We're saying that's what happened. There was a case of Achoto, and there was a case of Eshet Ach, which was Lo Mokom Mitzvah, obviously. For Rav Omar, he had a different take. That what happened with the Kutim had nothing to do with Mamzer. It has to do with the fact that there was an Eva that somehow got was able to marry in a Shifcha. So why is there an answer? So say ever or shifcha. The answer is again No, the reality was there was an evid and a shifcha, and that's why the society became contaminated, as it were, because they didn't clarify who was who, and that was the end of that particular piece, and that's the end of our particular piece, as we've gotten to the Mishnah Daf Ayin Vav Amud Aleph Hashem in the next um, in the next podcast we will uh, we will continue. Adaf Ayn Zayn Amur Aleph. Everybody should have a wonderful day.